When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is The Run Home feature interview. Thanks to Mick Delivery. Well, let's head live to Taranaki, probably uh, to the farm, but could be on the golf course right now. Head coach of Taranaki, Neil Barnes. Barnsy, welcome back to the show. Uh, what happened yesterday and how is that short game? <laughs> I haven't got a short game. I've got a long game because everything in life I've been slow as a wet week, so... It takes me a long time to get anywhere. I'm pretty average at it. Uh, Do you go well, out you playing what... with the boys or what? Nah, not normally. Um, I've got. I have one day a week up here where there's a group of old fellows up at the West End Golf Course, and they're awesome. Um, there's about 40 of them meet every bloody Wednesday afternoon and do 18 holes and and meet up at the 19th for three or four afterwards. It's been nice. Get to get out of rugby. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, some of us would wonder if it's only three or four, Barnsley, but uh, moving right along, mate, as far as your team going at the moment, destiny well and truly in your, destiny well and truly in your own hands, and uh, you must be happy where you're sitting? Yeah, um, I said right at the start of the season we were going to do things a bit differently, and it would require a fair bit of work on our skill sets, um, and plus you don't always know how that's going to come off when it's new. Um but yeah, I've been reasonably comfortable with the amount of opportunities we've given ourselves, but we're actually starting to get a bit tougher on ourselves with um, our conversion rate. The number of times we're giving ourselves those opportunities and not taking them, um, I can't see us um, finishing where we want to be if we carry on like we are at the moment. But yeah, we're aware of where we need to get to, um, but you'd have a lot more trouble as a coach if you had a team that wasn't creating the opportunities we are at the moment. Absolutely, and uh, I guess there'd be few games that get uh, Taranaki boys more excited than the the one coming up at Yarrow Stadium, uh, Auckland. It must be one that the boys circle early on the year, and uh, one that's I guess got a proud history for for your union. Yeah, it's not like it's a blood game like Waikato, Auckland, because they're neighbours, <laughs> um, but it's certainly one that we would like to think that we get up for because they are one of the big fish. Um, and, yeah, we certainly haven't got all the facilities and player depth that they've got, but I'd like to think at the end of the day we can compete with them. Barnsley, I haven't talked to you for a while. I'm not sure if these guys have talked to you either, but Tom Franklin, how did that come about? Um, well, Jared Hoyart has played with um, Tom before, and like, we were in pieces in the locking department and we, we sort of knew we were going to have Josh Lord coming back, but we had no guarantee. And then we took two or three serious injuries in that position, and we sort of looked at it and thought, gee, because if we don't do something here, um, we're going to be in trouble, and we just mm-hmm. did not have the depth in our province to cover it. Um, and so, yeah, I'd say Jared knew him, and Tay Walden um, knew him from their Hollanders days, and he was sort of in limbo. Um, he had a few things going on with his family, but... To find out that he had roots in our province was um, pretty awesome and he was keen to come and um, do the gig with us. And we are just loving him. He's been top shelf. But, you know, he's had his own issues, to be perfectly honest, 
he was down to start this week, but he's pulled up crook of the dog this morning, so don't know whether he's going to come right in oh, time no. for the weekend. And, and and what about Josh Lord? Have you got his services yet? Um, no, unfortunately, he was um, yeah, he was obviously on standby with Simpenny over in France or, or in Europe anyway. And with the World Cup rules, you can't be in their environment. Um, but he was training with the Harlequins and picked up an injury in the gym. Um, so he's come back oh. um, needing X amount of rehab, which we're still uncertain of if there's any chance of him getting back for us either. So it's like a disease in our province at the moment. If you play lock for us, you're going down. <laughs> Uh, Barnsley, obviously, uh, it's been a it's been a hell of an interesting NPC. There's been some massive upsets, and I guess the one constant is Wellington have been uh, doing a job at, at the top of the table. What have you made of Wellington? Obviously, they're they're sitting clear and quite clear of everyone else. Uh, what's what's done? What are they doing that makes you sort of them a cut above everyone at the moment as far as the group stages go? Um, they've actually got a good balance to their game, Beef. Like you know yourself, like you've got to have a, a physicality about your team, but. When you look right across their team, they're all quite physical boys, but they've actually got a lot of players that can play the game as well. So when you cross that with a good um, management crew that have given them a game plan that gives them a chance, um, yeah, they've been rock solid. I've been really impressed with them. You know, we played them in the pre-season, and um, to be fair to them, it was quite humbling for them, but they were missing a few of their big dogs. But when you put the big boys back in amongst the rest of them, they're going to be a hard show to beat. But... You know, we don't run runs in the round robin, um, but it'd be nice to measure ourselves against them at some stage, so I hope we get that far. Now, Barnsley, I know you're always an honest character, so tell us honestly, are Waikato any threat for the title this year? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Um, every team's a threat. They have got talent in there. Um, if they get their shit together and arrive in the right place at the right time, they can beat anyone. Um, but never discount another team. That's first bloody point of bloody fall, to be honest. But, yeah, mate, they've got the work in front oh, of them. Oh, baby, get your shit together. Yeah, like, they knocked over Auckland last week, so there you go. There you go. Um, now, Barnes, obviously... Got... <laughs> Sorry, mate. I'll mate, uh, the at the moment too, mate. So you've got to understand yeah. our topic been for them. Yep, that's uh, it's been brutal for a lot the of teams. Keeps there. telling us that. Oh, well, curse for that! And all of the budgets of some of these other teams just to pull them in. I tell you, but uh, Barnsley, obviously, you've had a fair bit to do with a few of the teams over at the, the World Cup uh, over your years. Uh, some of the, the lesser lights, the, the Fiji of the world, getting up over the Wallabies. What have you made of the World Cup today? Um, it's, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Like, there's a couple of teams um, that are first-tier nations, to be perfectly honest, don't deserve to be there um, with the way they play the game. It, it is negative. They're not wanting to risk anything, and it's boring to watch. Um, yep. But then you watch other teams that are out the gate, giving it their best. Like, I was seriously impressed with Uruguay this morning against Italy. Awesome game of rugby. I've got no idea who coaches them. But when you consider the, the level their players all play at, and the way they performed twice now against France and Italy, uh, out the gate going great guns. Uh, it was a good game of rugby, and I doubt whether anyone would give their coach a go, but when you can get a team of that level to play up above themselves consistently like that, um, is good. So I'm enjoying it. You know, Fiji, good on them for getting up over Australia. Uh, when I watch an Australian team 
where they're 14 points behind, 10 minutes to go in a game, be prepared to play force back for five minutes and then have <laughs> yeah. the ball kicked out. It's like, what the hell is going on in that camp? And then to have a line out on their own 22 with five minutes to go, still behind, win the ball, yes. pass it to the first receiver and kicks it out. What the heck? Well, um, I, yeah. <laughs> there was actually, I think there was actually a line out with about a minute to go and they were still behind by a seven and then they decided to go back to the 10 and, and kick it out. Obviously, uh, we're all hoping, like how that England doesn't advance, but the way they're playing, imagine if they get through to the semifinals or finals, it's going to let people think that that's the way to do it in, for another 10 years. Yeah, it's an interesting thing that, isn't it? It's like um, if a good side gets through playing limited rugby and everyone thinks that's a successful way to go. But, you know, even if I look at Kieran Crowley with Italy, um, yep. everyone's probably waiting for them to fall over because, God's sake, he's playing an expansive game of rugby. Um, and the first time he falls over, mm-hmm. everyone will say, well, see yours, that system shit. Um, but really, when you look at their last 12 months, man, they're going great guns. And it's an awesome game um, to watch and it'll be an awesome game for those boys to play in. So... Yeah, I just I got no time for what some of these bigger nations are doing, um, and, not, and not just getting out there and, and playing a game that's enjoyable to play in. Barnsley, who's got the most expansive pack that you've seen at the World Cup? Expansive pack? Holy shit, oh, that's a tough question, girl. That's um, right. <laughs> I, I don't know that I can give you an estimate answer on that because like one I haven't been able to watch as much of it as I'd like to because I've got a wife who likes to watch the odd other program she's listening to me now and I, can't, I can't see her face <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I've watched the ones I care about to be honest I've hardly watched the ones I don't um, and I, I spend a lot of time watching yeah. NBC because right at the moment I've got a job to do and I need to understand all the other teams that are playing to do my best and that seems I, I probably to be fair can't answer that question just finally then, uh, we've heard uh, from the All Blacks camp in France overnight. The big story over here is that there's been a bit of niggle uh, in camp. <laughs> the main antagonist, uh, no surprises to you, Brody Retallick and uh, Dane Coles. Do you get that edge in the Taranaki camp? And who would be the main uh, antagonist for a bit of pushing and shoving at training? Yeah, um, we don't do a lot of full contact because uh, we've had a lot of... Um, yeah, a lot of games in a short period of time. But, yeah, we we occasionally do have a go. But, like, Jesse Pretty, J- Jared Prophet, probably two of the hot-headed ones in our team. Um, yeah. And if I need something added to it, I'll just send Jared Howie out from the coaching situation. And the game and that's the uh, I thought you were going to say it was Jared Howie <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, no, probably better. Uh, Barnsley, we love you on the show. All the best uh, this weekend against Auckland. Go and get him and keep up the great work on the golf course. Yeah, cheers. I don't seem like to talk to you anyway. Cheers, Barnsley. See you soon. Neil Barnes joining us there from Taranaki, who are in the top four right now, Beeve, in the top flight of this competition. And considering uh, there's basically nothing between one and six, they are right in the mix. Let's debrief that interview quickly. I think we had about six yes. shits, um, uh, <laughs> if, if my count was correct. Could be, could be more. Um, absolutely no short game. Uh, the, the key injuries to these locks... 
oh, you feel for them, don't you? Not willing to rule out Waikato or any other side uh, for that matter. Um, what else did you take from that? I take from that that he's oh, not a fan of... Oh, and he hates the way England yes, plays. Yes, I was going to say that, guys. <laughs> like, isn't that refreshing that a coach who, you know, is, he's not worried about if that if that story is going to be picked up by the media. He comes out and says that he says, this is not how you should play rugby. Like, I don't want to see a team oh, like England go... He's the most go, honest man alive. It was brilliant. It was so refreshing. It was great. Well, I mean... Well, I mean, I, got, I know I got a bit of grief on the text machine when I came out after that England first victory against Argentina about, oh, Beef, at least they're winning. We'll take that if they win, they win, they win. I, I call, uh, am I allowed to say bullshit? I call bullshit on that because you are <laughs> not, as New Zealanders, as New Zealanders, you are not going to pay close to 100 bucks in the middle of July to go to Eden Park knowing that we are going to play like England because we keep hearing that we're in the entertainment game and entertainment is you've got so much entertainment dollar and you're not necessarily going to go over a rugby game like you used to. You cannot tell me that the people that text in and say, hey, Beef, it's winning rugby, it's winning rugby, that's how we've got to play. You can't tell me that that's sustainable for this country and for this game because if you start dishing that up at Eden Park in the July test, no one's going to go. Our love of the All Blacks will start to diminish. So... No, we have to play with adventure. We have to play with speed. We have to play with power like we always do. And i tell you what, if it doesn't always win a World Cup, it doesn't always win a World Cup. But you can't go throwing the spit in the dummy and saying, right, we're just going to play like England and teach all our tens to drop kick. I just, I just don't buy it. And <laughs> clearly neither does Barnsley. Oh, I love Barnsley. When are you going to take him out to the 19th beef? Well, when you take Barnsley to a 19th, don't worry. I've had enough of Barnsley at, at similar situations to a 19th, but uh, not necessarily a golf club. I've had my fair share of beers with Barnsley. You've got to pace yourself there. Uh, for, a, for a seasoned campaigner, uh, can, still, can still go, uh, needless to say. That guy is such a, a coaching legend of New Zealand. If you go to... What's the the city uh, rugby club in Taranaki? Uh, is it old boys? Copper, there's old boys. Yep, yeah, those uh, are the two big ones in New Plymouth. Two copper and old boys. Yeah, so old boys. That's the club that that he grew up coaching like thirty years ago, maybe even longer. Um, that he played for that club and uh, he coached that premier team decades and decades ago. That guy is still going and he's giving back to his province. Yep, no, he, uh, he's certainly done, certainly done a great job for, for Manaki and uh, I'd say he's got that job for as long as he wants. Um, and, yeah, you look at the table. Uh, they're sitting fourth. They could finish. They could comfortably finish second. They've got a pretty good run home. They've got Auckland at home, and then they've got uh, – who's their final game? They've got someone that, again, very winnable, North Harbour down in New Plymouth. So, yeah, I, I anticipate them going two from two. Uh, I know Auckland's, uh, well, Auckland's actually beneath them now on the points table. So I could see Taranaki going two from two, and that would put them very close to a top two finish behind Wellington. So they will be there when it's when home it counts. Home quarter, home semi. Home quarter, home semi. So, But you look at some of the names in this team, uh, in this competition, and we're all starting to jostle, jostle, uh, not jostle, uh, jostle. Uh, I believe that those quarterfinals, they could be something else, and, and again, Wonderful that it's all one competition because I think it's uh, going to lead to a, a great, a great ending to a to an NPC which has thrown up some results. 
Yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? It is just brilliant. Uh, keep your text messages coming through. Your greatest of all Warriors Ford Pack yesterday, we named the backline, of course, with your help. The very uh, most votes in each position for each player at the end of the show, we will name it our greatest Warriors Ford Pack of all time. By the run home here on SENZ. That's something. was the run home feature interview thanks to mick delivery staying in to watch the sport let us cook get your macca's favorites delivered with mick delivery